All right, welcome back to Real Life Keto Radio. Bridget and I are talking today about tips and tricks for cooking at home, moving toward a low carb and keto lifestyle. That would not be complete without a discussion of pizza. Pizza to me should be its own food group. And I knew Rebecca had to talk about this one because it is her passion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pizza's amazing, it's great. But traditional pizza, not so great for you, full of carbs. I mean, just one or two slices, you've blown it for the day, right? So finding a way that you can make pizza at home, but still enjoy it, it still needs to taste like pizza for it to be able to work. So one of the ways you can do that is with a cauliflower crust. Now that's a little bit more involved. You have to cook the cauliflower and it's really, really important to get all the moisture kind of out and then you pre-bake the crust and then add your toppings. And so that's a great way to do it. Here's an even greater way. You actually can just order online a cauliflower crust that will be delivered to your door, um, really low carb, I mean, some grocery stores have cauliflower crust, but the lowest carb one that I have found is something that I order online and it's actually really good. And my kids even liked it. Yeah. So even better because it, it was like a big chore. I've, I've done a cauliflower crust twice. It's a big chore to get all the moisture out to really get it where it's a pick up kind of pizza slice, mm -hmm. not a meat with your fork. To me, that's not pizza. So that's one option. It's not my favorite. However, there's something called a fathead pizza crust that you can make. That's amazing. And it's really very much like regular pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just has a lot of it has a lot of cheese in it. It's really good. Um, so if you're looking for alternatives, check that out. It's very easy to make. Only a couple ingredients. You can easily find the recipe online. Oh wait, wait, wait. You know what else they make pizza crust out of now? What? Chicken or bacon? Yeah, there's so many options out there. So don't think that you have to give up pizza or that that has to be your cheat if you're going to do a cheat. There's a ton of alternatives. You can just look anywhere online and find great recipes. Another thing that I actually love is called chaffles. There are entire groups dedicated to chaffle recipes, like a bunch. I mean, I don't know, hundreds, I think. Of, I'm, in, I'm in probably 10 chaffle groups because <laughs> one is just not enough. Um, what a chaffle is, it's basically like a waffle kind of that you make in a waffle maker. But obviously, instead of a traditional... Um, what you would use to make a waffle. Wheat flour. Yeah. You, um, you, it's basically two main ingredients, eggs and mozzarella cheese. And it sounds kind of weird, but it actually is really good. Um, and then there's all kinds of other things like flavorings and things that you can add in, but that's the main consistency. And it makes these little, I have a, one with like four little minis. Um, and so I'll make like sausage biscuits with it. Or a lot of times after I've done a longer fast, you know, I do 60 hour fast every couple months. I do that. Uh, a, a big reboot. And afterward, I always want something that feels kind of carby, but of course isn't carbs um, or not high carb. And so I love chaffles after that. So I'll do usually avocado with chaffles, um, but they even have some sweet chaffle recipes. There's tons of options out there. Super easy to make. I mean, two ingredients, throw in another thing or two for different flavorings. Um, very easy. I've even used them before for like a strawberry shortcake um, kind of dessert using the chaffles and then, you know, just strawberries without any syrup um, and then like a whip topping that's really low carb. Yeah, they're so versatile. I mean, you can use them basically as bread, like a bun. You can add a little ingredients to make them more of a sweet dessert kind. Or you can add things like um, like jalapenos, mm -hmm. you know, or something to make it a little spicy or a little savory. So yeah, they're really versatile and they're really fun. They're really good. And so check it out. It's just chaffle, C-H-A-F-F-L-E. All right. So one of the reasons that we love a keto lifestyle is because you get to eat fat and fat is full of flavor and it keeps you feeling full. 
So it's a really good thing to incorporate more fat into your lifestyle, not just because it tastes good and keeps you full, but also healthy fats are good for you. Your brain loves it, your body loves it. And so one of the ways that you can really use fat in your diet is by creating something called a fat bomb. Now, Which sounds crazy. I remember when I first heard that, I'm like, what in the world are these crazy people doing? What is a fat bomb? <laughs> yeah, but it's just literally a bomb of fat. And there are lots of recipes you can find online, but it's just a way in a small amount, like a small size, to get a good amount of fat into you. And a lot of them are real desserty, kind of fun, cheesecake flavored mm -hmm. or peanut butter cookie dough flavored. Right. My favorite is like a Reese's Cup kind. Um, but there are low carb peanut butters out there that you can add cocoa, um, coconut oil, and then um, a different, you know, some kind of a low carb sweetener. Um, and it is delicious. You freeze it and you just pop it in when you need like a sweet treat. Or if you're feeling kind of like tired and you need a little bit of fat boost for your brain or your energy level, I love those for fat bombs. Yeah. When I'm working at home sometimes and I'm starting to lose focus, you know, if I've been on the computer a lot, I'm like, my brain needs fat. I'm losing focus. And so if you've got those in your freezer, you just walk over, pop them in. It's a nice treat. It keeps you from reaching for something that's real carby. And your brain just lights up when it gets that fat. It's really awesome. Yeah. So cream cheese is a main base, coconut oil, all of those things that are the good, healthy fats um, that also are going to keep you really full. But there also are some savory fat bomb recipes as well. I tend to go toward the sweet ones. Um, I, I kind of do more like my meals are more savory. And then if I want a snack in between, it's usually something with chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much everything wrong with yeah. that, right? Um, and then there's also lots of other ways that you can do keto baking. And again, there's tons of recipes out there, but a main substitute that you're going to use if you're baking with keto is instead of regular flour is to use almond flour. Um, that's my main go-to when I'm baking. Um, and to me, it, I, the flavor is really good. The consistency turns out really well. Um, what about you? Yeah. Um, sometimes you, you've just got to be careful to like pick a recipe that's gotten a lot of stars or a lot of good reviews because some are better than others. It really does take a little bit of playing with the moisture component, I think, to get it where it's not too chewy and it's not too dry. Um, so it's not a one to one ratio on a lot of the more keto friendly flours. Um, but yeah, they, they work great if you get a good recipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even coconut flour is one that you'll see in different recipes. So those are kind of the two main substitutions that I see. Yeah, coconut flour, I think, is a little higher in carb, but sometimes they'll blend it with the almond flour to get a better consistency. And again, we're not trying to mess up good for perfect. If you're replacing, you know, traditional whole wheat flour or wheat flour with some other things, even if it's a little higher carb than what you could choose, if it's lower than what you were using, then that's a win in our book. Oh, and another thing on almond flour, if you are looking at it, there's something called almond meal, and that's a, a little bit more of a coarser grain. Um, and then almond flour is, is smaller processed. And so like I'll use the almond meal if I'm doing a um, like a crust, like a cheesecake crust, I'll use that. And sometimes mi mixing in like crushed pecans gets in even more healthy fat, adds flavor. Um, but I'll use the almond meal or something a little chunkier for that. I'm glad you said that because I did not know that at first. And my first recipe that I made keto, I was so proud of myself for taking the time to actually make a keto uh, dessert. And I accidentally got almond meal instead of almond flour, and it turned out terrible. So hopefully with Rebecca's tip, that will save you from doing <laughs> Yeah. Well, and you can't just take your old recipe and substitute like almond flour because I learned from experience. I try to make like a Texas, I think they call it a Texas chocolate sheet cake, which has been a staple in our household for birthdays and occasions for years. And I just, I was like, oh, I'll just use almond flour. It was a gummy, horrible oh. mess. It was not good. So yeah, just find a good recipe.
And if you're looking for more recipes, you can always go to our Keto Sisters Facebook page. And we have Keto Nurse Rhonda, who we just interviewed. Um, she has got the most awesome recipes that she puts on there that people absolutely love. Um, she is a great cook. I always love getting together with her and she brings the best recipes ever. All right, so um, as far as sweeteners, of course, you're not going to want to use regular sugar. Um, that's just not the keto way for sure. But there are, are more and more keto sweeteners out there. Um, sugar alcohols like um, erythritol are good options. Stevia is an awesome, it's a natural plant-based sweetener. And you can find actually certain things that already combine um, some different keto-friendly sweeteners. Just be careful to read your labels because a lot of times they'll take some cane sugar and mix it with a keto-friendly sweetener, slap keto on the label, and then you're thinking you're doing something really awesome. Well, yeah. Do you have a story on that, Bridget? I, I have a story on not sweeteners, but I, I, I was just thinking about other substitutions. <laughs> <laughs> and um, did you want to say anything else about sweeteners? No, you just look kind of sheepish, so I figured you were going to tell a story. <laughs> yes, I have a story. So um, one of my very favorite things, so milk is actually really high in carb. Um, whether you try 2% milk, skim milk, like they're all really high in carb. So a substitution that we use in our house is unsweetened almond milk, and it has like less than one net carb. It's awesome. I love to make smoothies. And so that's just like a staple in our house. I kind of assumed it was a staple in any keto house. And I came to Rebecca a month or two ago, and I brought like a, 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 a keto uh, smoothie mix. And I, I just assumed that she would, of course, have unsweetened almond milk. And I just remember my face when I said, oh, I need, I need to just make a smoothie. I need some unsweetened almond milk. And she's like, I don't have that. I was like, what? Aren't you a keto sister? <laughs> what do you mean you don't have that? And I just was like kind of really judgmental and honestly nasty. <laughs> I don't think you were really nasty. I was devastated because I was really excited about drinking the smoothie at our house. We're, we're going to be working for hours. But anyway, that's a, a really good substitution you should have. Rebecca should have it in her house. I don't know why she doesn't. Um, but that's an awesome substitution if you like smoothies. Um, there are different keto mixes that you can get um, that are real easy to make a good little afternoon snack if you need a, a little boost. All right. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time for now. There's so much information out there. We just encourage you to go and look online for different ways that you can substitute for old carby favorites. So carbage, as we like to call it. <laughs> yes, I love that term. Um, but just make small incremental little changes and you'll see a big difference in your life if you stay consistent. Oh, if you are interested in learning more, you can go to reallifeketo.com. There we have tons of resources that we can share with you, all kinds of content and different things to help you on your keto lifestyle. Now, Rebecca was a lawyer, is a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves to give the disclaimers. Um, so here it is. All right. So we are not your medical professionals. We're not even medical professionals. So we're just sharing our personal experience and our personal opinions. So you should not take anything we say as medical advice. You should always work with your medical provider if you want to change your, your nutrition, your supplementation, your exercise, whether or not you fast, anything like that run by your medical provider you proceed at your own risk, right? We are not responsible for it. We're just providing information that we love. Um, so also any results that we've discussed may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? If you've made it this far, you would really get along well with Rebecca, but I would probably make fun of you. 